Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. <laughs> Welcome to the Coach's Cup. <laughs> I'm Sonia Green from SoniaGreenCoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender with the No BS Weight Loss Program. We're having way too much fun this morning talking about owning our negative <laughs> emotions. <laughs> I'm the master. I'm the master of owning. But, you know, this sounds crazy. We've had two... I guess, negative topics, how to fail was last week, and then owning negative emotions is this week. But as we've both decided, this is where the real work is. This is like the key to success. Absolutely. Like, I, I'm just going to say it, like, just going to jump right out the gate. <laughs> I it. remember, I remember telling my dad, um, and, and this is going to sound like a heavy topic right off the bat. So I'm going to apologize. Um, but early in my marriage, my husband and I, we had a miscarriage and I can remember telling my dad, my wires crossed up here, telling my dad that, you know, winning is easy. Losing is hard. Like it was like, you know, I was very young, but I remember just that feeling of, you know, the loss, the losing and what I was making it mean. Now, granted, it was its own story of grief in itself. Mm -hmm. But how relatable is that, that winning is easy and losing's hard. But when we learn to feel our feelings, embrace, here we go, the contrast of life. We've got all the things to talk about just with this one story alone. And yeah. it just came to me. Um, and now you're going to have to help reel, reel me out. My brain just went a hundred places, but learning to, to embrace the negative emotions in life yeah. is, is the key to appreciating the happy moments in life too. Absolutely. Because I think, you know, nobody goes around saying this, but I do think that this is the underlying belief that we all live with is that we should be able to be 100% happy all the time. Right, right. That somehow negative emotion is a result of poor choices or bad living or I don't know, lots of other things. If you're living in a negative experience, then you've brought it on yourself and it's somehow a failure. Right, right. And so I can transition right out of that. Let's just go into anxiety. My other, my other, right. That's a negative emotion that I do that I have mastered learning living with for so long. I did let it um, prevent me from showing up. But now that I have mastered the feeling of anxiety and uh, I allow it to come along with me, I've given it space. I'm not reacting to it. Yeah. That, um, that I am enjoying and the master of my negative emotion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even knowing that it's going to happen, oh, you're yeah. going to, anxiety is going to show up usually when you least want it to. <laughs> the important times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how, that's how negative emotion is, right? It creeps in when, you know, when we have this moment that, we feel like somehow we failed or, or, you know, we've caused it so mm -hmm. many times or maybe not. Maybe it's just grief. You know, that's the loss that you were experiencing mm -hmm. with your miscarriage. Right. Maybe it's something that's not your fault at all. And mm -hmm. it's the loss of a loved one. 
um, we, we resist the negative emotion that goes along with that so often. And that's so detrimental. Right. Because if we're not feeling our feelings and we're reacting to the negative feelings, this is when we are giving in to the overing, right? The overworking, the yeah. overeating, the overdrinking. Oh, I love that. I, 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 mm-hmm. over scrolling on your phone, mm-hmm. overspending. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. I, I didn't know where you were going with that overing at first, but that's, that's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Because we start to, to buffer. That's what we call yep. those things. Yep. Um, rather than feeling. Yep. And, and no matter what, whether it's the good feeling or the bad feeling, the feelings are still going to be there no matter how much overing you do and why this is so important. You and I had talked about this for a hot second is when we engage in the overing and we do this for so long in our lives that this, the disconnect happens because you you're continually trying to shut down your feelings and your emotions you don't want to dial in you don't want to feel the negativity I'm just going to go over here and watch tv I'm just going to eat this bag of oreos yes I'm just going to sit on the couch and check out and not be part of my life Mm -hmm. and then the numbing the numbing the numbing for years that a vital part of this process for so many, so many people, wait, we're going to talk about weight loss. Like that's my thing Mm -hmm. that, um, learning to feel your feelings and, and I'm going to call it the undoing, right? Mm -hmm. You, you've got to kind of meet yourself where you're at and kind of go back to kindergarten, kindergarten feelings, 101. Yeah. Feel your feelings, own the negative emotions. They're going to be okay. They're going to be there no matter what. I'm sorry. I'm on a tangent. No, I love (laughs) that. Because I think so many of us find safety in keeping it in the cerebral. Mm. I I can remember saying, you know, oh, I don't like that touchy-feely stuff. Oh, that's, you know, I, I can poo-poo that because, I mean, <laughs> I'm a PhD. I like the cerebral. Guess what? You know why I like it? Because there's safety there for me. Right. Because I've told myself the story that I can't handle my negative feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I really believe I I told one of my clients this the other day. I really, really believe that the key to this work is being able to disconnect from from staying in the cerebral and being able to drop into our bodies. Mm hmm. And that sounds weird. It sounds, you know, like we're in the woo or something. Not woo. But to drop into our bodies and really pay attention to what's going on. What am I feeling right now? Yep. I'm, I'm going to say it too. I'm going to echo back in, in my words. Like this is something you can't think your way out of. This is something no. you need to experience. And that is feeling your feelings. Yeah. And that's it. It sounds, I'm making it sound so simple because it is simple. When you learn to connect into your body, just like you're saying, when you tap in, allow yourself to feel the feeling, allow some space for it. That's it. It's a vibration. That's all. Yeah. And 
what in our life is so bad, so bad that we don't want to feel that we think the answer is in a sleeve of Oreos? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, usually, (laughs) usually it's things like shame and I'm not good enough. And, you know, all of these things that we talked about last week, it's what we make it mean. Mm-hmm. disappointment that's another biggie but like you said it's just a vibration in your body it happens somewhere in your body or grief I mean that's another big one and the thing is not dropping into your body doesn't mean they go away like you said you've just you've numbed them briefly but mm-hmm. until you process them until you own them they're not going anywhere. No. And here's the other thing. They're always coming back because you know what? You're a human. (laughs) Human brains have thoughts and thoughts cause feelings and feelings are in your body. Yeah. Feelings are not in your brain. Feelings start in your brain from your thinking. Yeah. Oh boy. I'm feeling it. (laughs) Fired up. Yeah. I mean, because this is, this is, this is the key. Life is 50, 50, you know, we, the, the magic happens in the contrast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can I tell the story about gray? Tell it. (laughs) Okay. So weight loss. I tell my clients, my private clients all the time because their thinking is rigid. They're over there. Like they make this plan. It's hard. And then, and then they're either on or off Mm -hmm. and that ability, that flexibility to be like, okay, gray weight loss happens in the gray. It doesn't happen in the black and white. And I know you've got a beautiful quote you want to share and a a better. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm not going to share the whole quote, but there's, there's a quote that I always go back to. It's rather long, but what it connects to is that idea of plants people, anything that's alive is flexible. It's, it's supple, it's moving. And as we, as we get older, we start to get rigid. We start to get stiff, you know, some of us close to 50 on either side know this. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, as, as we, as we get older, as a plant gets older, it gets brittle. It starts to get uh, rigid. That signals death. Mm-hmm. It's in that flexibility. Right. In that ability to grow and change and be willing to move. That's where growth happens. It so does. And I think about, um, I, I, I Dr. Her name is Dr. Sarah David. I want to say it's like a man's last name. Uh, she talks about um, emotional flexibility, mm-hmm. like or being psychological, being psychologically flexible. And I love that so much too. For if you just think of your feelings, all of the feelings. Wordhippo.com. If you need some more feelings to figure out. Um, that if we're flexible with ourselves and our thinking and how we live our life and not reacting, but considering our, considering our brain to be flexible, 
Mm-hmm. You know, just even asking yourself, is this hard or soft thinking? Is this positive or negative thinking? Is this, this feeling? Yeah. And then how can I make this feel more flexible? Yeah. More gray, more gray, 50 shades of gray. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> There's a weight loss book right there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you want to be that flexible, but um, anyway, <laughs> that's awesome. But we we don't we we don't want to be happy a hundred percent of the time. We don't want to feel like um, I'm not sure what that was. Sorry about that. Oh, that was you. I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was or not. But anyway, we don't want to feel. Um, we want to feel. We don't want to to Mm -hmm. intellectualize Mm -hmm. whatever it is that we're going through and and we've talked about this before I know with shame the best way to process an emotion once you've dropped into it and decided okay I'm just going to feel this I'm going to live with it and then share it Mm -hmm. we don't like to do that but sharing it with someone who, um, you know, a friend, a partner, somebody in your group. I know people in the tribe are always sharing Mm -hmm. their negative and their positive experiences because that is part of processing. Once we shine a light on it, you know, Brene Brown talks about this with shame. Once we shine a light on it, bring it out of the darkness. It, it, you can't, you can't, uh, I had something happen last week with, with my uh, head coach, coach Kathy. Um, I had done something on the back end of the website. Like I was trying to do something for a private client. And then I saw like a thread pop up in our channel. And I was like, Oh my God, that was me. I did that. Like, and immediately like the rush of shame. I mean, from head to toe, I felt it, you know, the feeling we all know it. And I sat on it and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, because I knew like that, that, that I had a hand in whatever this problem was and I needed to fess up. That was me. And so, um, I communicated with her and of course she was amazing in return, like her, um, kindness back to me. And I told her, I was like, I feel shame over this because I know it was me, but I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but I did in that moment, I was making it mean, you know, that I, that I was bad employee. I wasn't a good employee and then I'm so stupid. I shouldn't have done this. And I was trying to help somebody else out and look what I did. And yeah. she was amazing. And all it took was just me telling her and she released me from that feeling immediately. Like her, it was such a gift to get back one that I shared and two that it was just received. Yeah. Yeah, because you started thinking a different thought. She didn't release you. You released you. Well, I, this is true. This is true. But I did think I broke, like, broke the internet. <laughs> so I, just broke the internet. <laughs> I broke it. That would be a headline, wouldn't it? Right. <laughs> you just broke the internet. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, we all feel it. We've all been there. Every yeah. single human, unless you're, unless you're um, a sociopath. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or if you're so disconnected that you're not sure what you're feeling and you find yourself in that state of, yeah, you know, binging, watching Netflix compulsively, you know, or feeling compelled to yes. buffer. That's true. Form. People who have a lifetime of that are mm-hmm. going to have a difficult time 
knowing what the emotion is that they're feeling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and that's okay too. You don't have to be able to name it. Sometimes knowing good or bad. Was it good, bad, mm -hmm. mad, sad? Is that the, are those the four? Oh, back behind they, me. They, no, but they kind of put them, you know, you see, you see psychologists put them into those four categories. If you can just say good, bad, mad, sad, that sounds about then, right. then those are the big ones. You know, if you can even put it in one of those boxes. Right, right. And start to say, okay what does bad feel like in my body? Where does it sit? Mm -hmm. What color is it? What, you know, these, again, I always, I always say, it sounds like I'm in the woo because I did not grow up knowing my emotions. No. Well, no, no, I, 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 well, I didn't either. And it is, I guess, by nature of the work we do, yeah. we don't come across many clients who did grow up. No, and I didn't teach my kids this. No, I, mean, I find myself in a position now where I want to teach them like, you know, um, and that's another, that's another podcast. In yeah. Itself. Yeah. It is. But you know, I, with, with our seven-year-old the other day, he was crying because I don't even remember why. And, uh, you know, my, my gut reaction was, you know, that's nothing to cry about. Don't, but I backed off of that and I was like, okay, so what are you feeling right now? I don't know. I said, well, and I listed, you know, are you frustrated? Are you angry? Are you, and he picked one of them and, you know, and you know what also happened as soon as he picked it and we started saying a word or two about it, it dissipated. And I don't know if that's the right way to teach him his emotions or not. I'm very new to this. I feel very new to this. Um, you know, I wish like you, I wish that my grown children that I had known about this then, but I know about it now. Yeah. And we still worry or we still work on that, which brings up another point. Um, embracing your negative emotions does not mean oh. owning your <laughs> indulgent emotions. Why not, Sonia? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about, I let one slip already, but what are indulgent emotions? Okay. Indulgent emotions are feelings that our brain likes to engage in that get it, they keep us stuck. They don't it's get us anywhere. We don't get any traction out of it. Yeah. So it's confusion, yeah. overwhelm, worry. I'm going to, I'm going to tell on my daughter here on, on our youngest daughter. Um, she is a sophomore in college and this has been an interesting semester to say the least for all of us who are associated with the college world, but she's all online except for one lab. She had to be, she had to go to campus like once every other week for a lab. Um, but so she took an exam, a major exam the other day in one of her classes. And she called me afterwards and she's like, well, I took that exam and my grade dropped. It dropped like two points. And she goes, I've still got to take the final. What do you think? What do you think I'm going to have to get on the final to not fail the class? And, and you know, she has a C right now. <laughs> she 
she has a very solid C in, in a tough class. Mm-hmm. And it, she kept going on and on and on. And I said, you know, why, why are you worrying about this? And she said, out of her mouth, she said, I have to worry about it. If I don't worry about it, I won't do well. Oh. And I said, really? I didn't realize that worry is what caused you to do well. Mm. I said, I thought it was being prepared for a test. And she's like, mom. I said, no, I want you to think about this. You are spending all of this mental energy worrying. You could be putting that on getting ready for the final. That's good stuff, mom. That's really good stuff. That's going to, yeah, I was kind of proud of me. What (laughs) I am too. I'm like, I I, I find, I I tell my clients and sometimes I tell myself that when I find myself worrying, I'm like, this just pretends to be necessary. That's That's all. I I said, worry seems it feels necessary, but it is, it will rob you of all of your positive energy. Well, it, it robs you of the present. Yes. Like if you're worrying, um, I coached a client the other day who stay at home, mom works from home. Um, and you know, she sees her daughter for like five minutes in the hall mm-hmm. and she worries about that. And so we, you know, we did some models and we worked through it and you know, it, when you're there, you're loot because she's thinking ahead, like, you know, I'm not going to have the relationship I want yeah. with my daughter. Like she's yeah. 25 years down the road. And I'm like, no, what you're doing is this worry is taking you from the present moment of enjoying the relationship you have five minutes in the hall with your daughter right now. Right. That's what worry's doing. No yeah. good. Stop yeah. that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I didn't quite do it that way. <laughs> so when, well, but right. That's, that's the goal, right? Because yeah. when we own a negative mo- emotion, we are talking about, um, you know, disappointment, shame, feelings of inadequacy. Mm-hmm. We are not talking about those indulgent emotions. You just got to get rid of those mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they are, they are an energy suck and they mm-hmm. are a time waster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess we should, we'll, we'll go on to do that another day. We probably have. Well, but. <laughs> and so this might be a good place I have in my notes here that I wanted to be sure and mention that, um, you know, taking time, I think it's maybe more now ever than in all of our lives to spend some time, 10 minutes a day, feeling your feelings. All right. I'm going to go there and just say, feel your negative feelings. Yes. You know, just spend some quiet time tapping in just 10 minutes and, and discovering what that feels like in your body. Yeah. Practice the feeling the negative emotions. Yeah. Did I say- yeah, no, that's exactly right. Because the, the, the opposite of owning them, which is what you're doing when you're tapping in like that. I love how you say that because I I've started thinking tapping in. I don't know for me that that resonates. Yeah. Because me. I literally like tap myself, tap in like, yeah, it makes that connection. Just tap in. Yeah. Yeah. The, the opposite of that is resisting. And if you resist your negative emotions, they grow. Oh Lord. That's like fertilizer for the negative. (laughs) They do. It's so true. They don't go away. Yeah. So when you're cranky Mm -hmm. and you're chewing everybody's head off, what are you resisting? Mm -hmm. Feeling mad or angry. I'm not sure. (laughs) But, but, you know, you're resisting something where if you just own it, 
and start. Go ahead. Did I talk about my anxiety already about the, um, go for it. When, when I, when, what I've learned is like, I call it my telltale, right? Yeah. If I'm managing my mind, well, I'm, I show up and I can have anxiety and it's on board. And when I allow it, it's, it's beside me, it's with me, but it's not leading the way it's not making my conscious decisions. But if I, if I'm not managing my mind, well, if I'm resisting the anxiety, because this is not a good time, mm-hmm. it's not a good time to have anxiety. It's not, I don't want to feel this way right now. No. Why are you back? You know, arguing with it, resisting it, then it, it just gets stronger and it shows up in me in some way, or my brain will find the evidence yeah. of how I show up as, as not my best. So allowing it to have that space and just knowing it's going to be there just makes life so much easier for me. It sounds it, different, but it's, um, it's my superpower right now. <laughs> well, yeah. And I love that idea of it being beside you versus leading. If the negative emotion is leading yeah. and you aren't owning it, it's owning you. That's right. That's right. If we're exactly, if we're um, angry or anxious, um, and I guess, you know, even if we're happy, do we want happy leading the way? We want love leading the way. We always want love. Yeah. Yeah. Love love is the trump card. It's the winner. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And yeah, but even, you know, even with that, we have to be able to embrace it. And you know, there, I'm reading a couple of books right now, and I don't remember which one this is coming from, but um, even sometimes when we have become so good at masking our emotions, at, at pushing them down, we aren't even really good at the positive emotions. Yeah. And so when, when we talked about early on experiencing the contrast, living in the contrast, we tend to dull all of our emotions in trying to avoid our negative emotions. So Mm -hmm. when we start owning our negative emotions, our positive emotions are also going to be stronger or we're going to experience them better. I like that so much. Yeah. That that just feels, um, when you really, I don't know, my, my brain just, if we, if we make this so simple, we are humans. We are designed to feel our feelings, period. This body is designed to consume food, for burn it for energy. We have urges to go to the bathroom to indicate to us like our body gives us signals yeah. for everything it needs. We are a perfect, complete human unit. When we, when we treat our bodies with respect, when we allow ourselves to feel our feelings, when we process or we get the full human experience. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, we, and, and then we spend all this time trying to disconnect one from the other, right? Because we know best. Well, because we want to be, we want to be efficient. I'm trying to think about what to compare it to. Like, you know, I got all these wild turkeys running around in my yard, right? Mm -hmm. Hundreds, hundreds of wild turkeys can't stand it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
funny trail story here. So my husband, he has a big Ford truck, has a big chrome bumper. And I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar. Maybe you had a pet parakeet growing up. I did. And you put a mirror in the cage with the bird and how the bird would stand there beside the mirror and talk to it and love on it and try to feed it. Like it didn't know it wasn't a real bird. Well, it's the same thing when turkeys go stare at my husband's chrome bumpers. Oh, that's hilarious. They think it's like the males think it's another male and they're just pecking on his chrome bumper and they just go back and forth, pace back and forth. And they're just, you know, they're just pooping all over the driveway. I'm going to say it, you know, of course we, we are not happy about this. We have, um, my husband brings his key fob in to click the car alarm, if you uh-huh. will, like, and, you know, scares all the turkeys off. Just that's yeah. what we do for entertainment around here. We don't have Netflix, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's awesome. where I'm going with this story about the turkeys is turkeys just get to be turkeys, right? They don't, you, maybe they're buffering on that bumper. I don't know. But what I want to say is let the turkey be a turkey and let's just let us humans, let's just be humans. Let's allow ourselves the human experience, the human process in our lives. And I don't know, I'm all over the place, Sonia. No, you're not. I love that. I think that's exactly right. We are designed to feel emotions. And somewhere along the way, we've decided that we need to logic our way out of them. Yes. And that is the problem right there nice our way out of them, avoid our way out of them because you know what? We don't see anybody else processing their emotions. We see everybody else stuffing them or drinking them or, you know, shopping them. Exactly. Overworking the overing. Yes. How many times did you growing up? Did we have a role model anywhere on TV or in our lives that was showing us, telling us in some capacity that it's okay. You can feel your feelings you're human. Yeah. And it's, and you're not going to lose yourself to them. I've coached more than one person on being afraid that if they give in to those emotions, they can't recover. They somehow fall over a cliff where the emotion will, right. You know, just grip them forever. Yeah. And that's not true. No. And that, that fear that she has, you know, um, well, that makes me sad, like finding that place for her where she can, um, somehow accept or, you know, be curious mm-hmm. about the feeling to help get her, um, processing her emotions. But, but I think people feel that because they don't see other people doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Or we have some, you know, a Hollywood version of it where, you know, in a movie where somebody just gives over to their grief and it's just, yeah. or, or a good Victorian novel where they die. <laughs> broken heart. How many women, they have a broken heart and they just have to take to their bed and they die. Yeah. <laughs> those are, those are yeah. our examples. Guess what folks doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen. No, if you keep feeling the feeling, it's because you're just going to, you have some thoughts. You keep thinking the thoughts but you are completely 100%. You are designed to do this. Yeah. Turkey gets to be a turkey. Humans get to be humans. That's right. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. So we decided that, um, that the call to action this week is to take those 10 minutes that you just mentioned 
mm-hmm. to drop into your negative emotion. Now, when I tell people they can manufacture their emotion, they always look like, you know, the dog that's looking at, at you when you give it a command and it's like, oh, or it turns its head to the side. That's how people look at me when I tell them they can create their own emotion, but you can. Mm-hmm. So sit down, give yourself 10 minutes and think of an experience where that created shame for you or that created sadness for you. And be able to think about where does this feeling sit in my body? Mm-hmm. Get out of your head. Don't try to talk yourself out of it because that's what your brain will try to do. Mm-hmm. It will try to it'll find a thousand squirrels or turkeys Mm -hmm. and try to get your attention, but focus in on it for 10 minutes. Where do I feel this? What does it feel like? Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, even if you don't, if you're not there yet, if you're not at the place of creating the feeling, just spend 10 minutes asking yourself what you, what do I feel? Mm Mm-hmm. Just don't have the TV on, don't have music on, you get some quiet place and just be in silence with yourself, listen to your thoughts, tap in and ask yourself what you're feeling. Yeah. Turn your phone off before you Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. No vibrating phones. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because we're afraid of, we, we aren't maybe not afraid, but we are uncomfortable. Yeah with silence and stillness and honestly most of us need that back in our daily lives absolutely and you can totally allow the feeling to come in watch it come in and let it go out the other side yeah yeah I like the I actually like the uh, story of like as I see the flowers behind me I think like of a bottomless vase and you're pouring your emotions are just going to pour in the top and they're just going to come out the bottom. They're just going to keep flowing. Just let it, just let it release. Cause if we block it, if we stop the flow of the feeling. Then we have a backup. We had problems, Houston. Yeah, that's right. All right. So anything else? Ah, I think that's good. You're capable. You are capable. Uh, You know what? Before we go, I wanted to say, I meant to say this at the beginning and we jumped right in and I completely forgot. This is our 26th episode. As of owning negative emotions, we have completed half a year of this podcast. (laughs) All because (laughs) we needed to do a little B minus work. (laughs) Here we are. Uh, here we are. We still together. Yeah. <laughs> Getting stronger every day. And that will lead me to say that if you enjoy this six months of podcasts that we've been doing now, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review, please. We yeah. are, um, we enjoy this. We hope you do as well, but it's always good to get some feedback. Yeah. Uh, you can always go on to YouTube. We have some people who watch us. Uh, and some who listen so whichever but we would appreciate that we enjoy doing this every week and bringing this to you and uh, and we'd love your your comments we'd love your suggestions if you have topics that you want to hear about bring them 
That'd be fun. We always have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we never really know where it's going to go. That's what happens. We show up and have fun. Yep. All right. Well, here's to six more months. Oh, absolutely. Six years after that. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> All right. Until next week, I'm Sonia Green from SoniaGreenCoaching.com. And I'm Coach Judith Fender with the No BS Weight Loss Program. And we'll see you later. Bye.